good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Now, before we start today's show off, just a couple of quick updates. Firstly, this show contains some information in relation to the Thailand past that will be very beneficial, I think, for people considering coming in the future, although the information right now has not been 100% confirmed as how it will be implemented. The second thing is, is this is the last show of the Thailand Expat Daily Show this month for the month of November. We will be back on December 2nd. I am taking a short break and heading up to Chiang Mai in the north of Thailand, and I plan to enjoy myself have a holiday and also see what's it like to travel internally in Thailand during this COVID time and also what's open up there in Chiang Mai how are the restaurants are the shops open and I'll report back to you all of this in a show when I get back on December 2nd so now that you've been updated let's jump into today's show And first up, South Africa detects new COVID variant with many mutations. Scientists in South Africa said Thursday they had detected a new COVID-19 variant with a large number of mutations, blaming it for the surge in infection numbers. The number of daily infections in Africa's hardest-hit country has increased tenfold since the start of the month. In response, Britain banned all travel from the country and five other southern African nations as concerns grow about the new variant, which scientists say could be more infectious than Delta and more resistant to current vaccines. Unfortunately, we have detected a new variant, which is a reason for concern in South Africa, virologist Tulio de Oliveira told a hastily called news conference. The variant, which goes by the scientific label B11529, has a very high number of mutations, he said, adding that the World Health Organization may give it the Greek variant name like the dominant Delta strain on Friday. It's unfortunately causing a resurgence of infections, he said. The variant has also been detected in Botswana and Hong Kong among travelers from South Africa, Del Oliveira added. The World Health Organization said it is closely monitoring the reported variant and is expected to meet on Friday to determine if it should be designated a variant of interest or of concern. Each analysis shows that the variant has a large number of mutations that require and will undergo further study, the World Health Organization added. Scientists said the new variant has at least 10 mutations compared to 2 for Delta and 3 for Beta. The concern is that when you have so many mutations, it can have an impact on how the virus behaves. Maria van Kerkhoff, the World Health Organization's technical lead in COVID-19, said at a virtual press briefing, it will take a few weeks for us to understand what impact this variant has on any potential vaccines, she added. Neutralizing the variant is complicated by the number of mutations this variant contains, said one of South Africa's scientists, Penny Moore. So this is in relation to a new variant that has been found in South Africa and some other countries. It actually has now popped up, as it said, in Hong Kong, which has kind of sparked a, a lot of concern in relation to it. And as you see, the UK have basically shut down flights from these countries. I believe Ireland and other European countries are going to follow suit very, very quickly. Thailand, I believe, are also looking at this. And it's unfortunate maybe for South African citizens, but it may be a thing that South Africa could be taken off the test and go list, which would be very unfortunate for people who want to come from South Africa for holiday to Thailand but at the end of the day I think the Thai government have always been very careful in relation to COVID and how they've handled it so it wouldn't be a surprise if on December 1 South Africa does get taken off this list but we'll have to just keep an eye on it and we'll obviously as things change we'll certainly bring you up-to-date information here on the Thai Expat Daily Show. 
and moving along. Some attendees at Patia Music Festival advised to get COVID antigen tests. Anyone who watched the Patia Music Festival on November 12th and 13th by staying outside the event zone without wearing a face mask has been advised by Chambury Provincial Health Office to get a COVID-19 rapid antigen test quickly after several such people had been found infected. The organisers set the event zone maximum capacity to 500 and everyone who entered had to show proof that they were fully vaccinated and had tested negative for the virus within the previous 72 hours. They were also required to wear face masks all the time and had their body temperature under 37.5 degrees Celsius. Meanwhile, in Bangkok Thursday, an eatery at Central World Shopping Mall has been ordered to close for three days after a customer was found to be infected with COVID-19. The infected person has already been sent for treatment at an infectious disease institute in Nantaburi province. Health officials have been trying to identify the source of the infection. The mall's management said in its Facebook page yesterday that from today it has intensified the screening of all people entering the groove zone of the mall where the infection was found. All customers must show proof of being fully inoculated and must undergo an antigen test at their own expense before being allowed in. There will be one entrance and two exit points and customers who temporarily leave the zone will have their wristband stamped. The number of customers will be capped at 1,500 at a time. The Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration is due to meet to assess the pandemic situation after two weeks of the reopening of the country and the easing of restrictions in most parts of the country. An important issue to be discussed is that of entertainment venues such as public and bars whose reopenings have been postponed until mid-January. Again, this is kind of a little silly. One person tests positive and the whole restaurant's shut down. I mean, I thought a few months ago the government spoke about living with COVID and the way they behave, the way they act, the way the public health ministry acts, they certainly are not adopting this idea of living with COVID. Because shutting down a restaurant for three days because one person, a customer, tested positive for COVID is certainly not living with COVID at all. And I think if they're going to talk about it and they're going to play these words up, then they need to start implementing this policy throughout Thailand. And that's something that certainly is not happening at the moment. And next up, curfew lifted nationwide but bars still closed. The CCSA eases arrival regulations. Though the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration extended the, the emergency decree from December 1 to January 31st, it lifted curfew nationwide on Friday. This is the 15th time that this decree has been applied to prohibit the hoarding of consumer goods and the sharing of fake news etc. Also on Friday, CCSA decided to remove the maximum control tag on six dark red provinces. Now, 23 provinces are marked red or high disease control zones. The orange or control zones also cover 23 provinces and the yellow or monitored zones include 26 provinces. The blue zones or the tourist pilot areas cover seven areas, namely Bangkok, Krabi, Kanchanaburi, Nantaburi, Patum Thani, Panya and Phuket. From December 1st to 31st, more areas will be added to the blue zone in phase two of the reopening effort. They include Kanchanaburi, Nantaburi, Patum Thani, Chiang Mai, Chiang Rai, Ayutthaya, Konken, Surin, Chantanaburi and Trat. Though the reopening date for pubs, bars and karaoke joints is still January 16th, the CCSA said it will investigate bringing it forward provided operators have put in place all COVID prevention measures. Once reopened, entertainment venues will be allowed to serve booze until 11pm and must close by midnight. Under the Test and Go scheme, tourists from 63 low-risk countries will only undergo antigen tests 
ATKs upon arrival and do not have to take an RT-PCR test. Also, travellers on the Test and Go and Sandbox schemes will be allowed to arrive via land and sea. The border with Laos in Nong Khai will be the first to reopen on December 24th. For sea travellers, they must produce records of fully vaccinated and an RT-PCR test taken no more than 72 hours prior to arrival. They still will be tested again on board. Children under the age of 6 only need to present a negative RT-PCR test within 72 hours. The CCSA has also adjusted the mandatory quarantine for tourists arriving from all other countries under the Sandbox scheme. Under this scheme, double jab travellers will only have to quarantine for 5 days, basically meaning that the 7 days where you have to stay in the Sandbox has now been reduced to 5 and the unvaccinated will have to quarantine for 10 days in a hotel. Illegal migrants, however, will be quarantined for 14 more days. And lastly, the more prom smartphone application will provide an international vaccine certificate for those wanting to travel outside the country. A printed certificate will cost 50 baht. And in relation to the more prom, it now is available in English. So that's another positive step. So in all of this, basically what they've done is they did a u-turn on what they spoke about about a week and a half ago where they said they would not allow rapid antigen tests or atk tests to be used on arrival they've done a complete u-turn now and we're back to allowing atk or rapid antigen test to be used it will be starting from december 16th not december 1 that was clarified by the ministry of foreign affairs after the press briefing today they've also said that you don't need to book a hotel room so you have to get transportation to a hotel and then you will get the atk test when you get there but you don't need to have a room because you get the test within 15 minutes but this makes absolutely no sense whatsoever because hotels are in the accommodation business they're not in the atk business nor the transportation business at the end of the day so expect hotels to be only selling packages that include accommodation so although the government are talking about no need for a room hotels will probably dictate this because they'll be the ones supplying the atk test along with the transportation well at least in bangkok now in phuket they have a completely different kind of system because they're doing all the pcr tests at the airport and that has been the difference between Bangkok and Phuket. And in Phuket, you've been asked to book your own PCR test before you come via the Thailand PSAS system. So it may be a thing. They may continue doing the antigen tests at Phuket airport. They only take 15 minutes to get the results. And then once you're done, you'll be free to go. That would be really ideal for people who are coming to Phuket and Panyan, Krabi and other areas around there. But yeah, I don't think this has really been thought through very well and how it's going to work. Ideally in Bangkok, they would need to have testing on site. The main airport is practically empty anyway, so there must be space in there to be able to do rapid antigen testing and get people in and out as quickly as possible. Take the burden off the hotels. The hotels are not hospitals. They're accommodation for luxury, for relaxing, you know, for somewhere to stay. They're, they're not hospitals. It's not their job to do it. And it seems like the government are trying to push all this stuff onto hotels and have them do it. But hotels are a business at the end of the day, and they certainly, as I said, won't be selling an ATK at a transportation package on its own. They'll definitely be going with a, with a room as well. So what's really changed, apart from the fact you don't have to do the PCR test, which is a big thing because you won't have to quarantine in the room, you'll have a result like that. Of course, if you test positive, you're probably gonna have to do a PCR test to confirm it. Again, that's another thing and another issue. Now, a couple of other things on the Thailand Pass. Apparently, though, I did look and it hasn't happened yet. PDF documents will be able to be uploaded very, very soon. And the SHA hotels, they have a drop-down list, but probably not much need for that if you don't actually have to book an SHA hotel to stay in the night before. 
or the quarantine, etc. Now, a thing they had spoken about, but obviously it hasn't happened yet, was in relation to PCR testing before you arrive. Because what's actually seems to be happening around the world is a lot of countries aren't, and you're not able to get a PCR test 72 hours before you fly. And a lot of countries have scaled back their PCR testing and are really just resorting to using rapid antigen testing. Now, in my own country, I believe at the moment, you can't get a PCR for weeks because there's so many people who have applied for them. So this is a big problem and, and it's continuing in other countries around the world. I'm not quite sure how they'd plan to handle that, but again, that's something Thai government should probably be thinking about if they want people to travel to Thailand. But you also have to then consider that Europe is going through a fourth wave right now, and will that deter people from traveling to Thailand as well? Probably more than likely anyway. But in relation to the Thailand Pass, that's definitely good news and you know about the rapid antigen testing and allowing it at the airports. The implementation now seems to be a whole other thing and how that will come about we will find out I guess closer to the time. But yes, that will be happening on December 16th, not December 1. And then just the final thing, the seven days sandbox. If you're not from those 63 countries where you have to do the sandbox model, even if you're vaccinated, has been reduced to five days and not seven days. And they haven't said if you actually have to do a second test or not, or whether you have to do a PCR. Again, very vague information today from the CCSA meeting. You get the feeling these things are just literally decided upon right there and then. They come out on stage, they announce the vagueness to everyone, and then for a couple of weeks, everybody's guessing about what exactly it means, probably including myself too but we're trying to bring you as much information here as we can to help people make a decision whether they want to travel to Thailand what they would like to do and it's just good news in relation to the country yes definitely opening up definitely trying to compete with the likes of Cambodia and other countries in the neighborhood and then one last thing I noticed that Singapore now has added Thailand from December 14th to the VTL which is the vaccinate travel lane which means that Thai people can now go to Singapore for a holiday or whatever and follow the various rules that they have to enter. They look a little complicated too, a bit like the Thailand Pass, to be honest with you. Required insurance, PCR testing before and on arrival, hotel for your quarantine night. Yeah, there's all kinds of things like that too, but that's just some more information for you out there, guys, too, if you're considering traveling at the moment. And moving along, travel agents urge state to delay new fee. A new fee to be imposed on international tourists should be postponed until the travel industry fully recovers as the country faces headwinds during the high season, according to the Association of Thai Travel Agents. The ATT president said that since Thailand's reopening on November 1, there had been three to 4,000 international tourists per day on average. However, the tourism market's confidence is not strong as many countries in Europe, the main target for the high season, are facing a resurgence of COVID-19 infections. Meanwhile, the compulsory RTP test upon arrival, which is still priced differently to origin countries such as India, which prices the test at only 250 to 400 baht, might deter tourists as many countries are ramping up their own tourism recovery plans by loosening entry restrictions for inbound travelers. The ATTA Secretary General said that the fee for the Tourism Transformation Fund, which the Tourism and Sports Ministry would like to start collecting next year, should be implemented when international markets are more stable. Tourism operators also want the government to clarify the objectives and mechanisms of the fund management such as who will benefit from the fund and what type of tourism project developments are the main target for the financial aid. Mr Adit also suggested the government establish a budget early on and ensure the transparency of the project by including the private sector on the fund committee. He said that after one month of reopening, most of Thailand's tour operators have benefited from the scheme as the entry rules only required hotel operators to handle airport transfers 
centers and provide COVID-19 tests and accommodation. However, the Tourism Ministry has also asked the Foreign Ministry to include tour operators in the Thailand Pass system to provide travelers with more choice as the operators can help facilitate tourists during their entry process from the airport to hotels. Mr. Adit said tour operators also have strong customer base and overseas networks which could support tourists who face inconvenience during their application or entry process. So this is in relation to the 500 baht tourist fee that they have planned to introduce next year. I think we spoke about this in the past and it's going to go to some fund that will help other businesses in the tourism industry. Of course, there was a lot of people who did really not agree with this and exactly where this money will end up going to was the big question. A lot of people also agreed that it was okay. It's only 500 baht that you put it in the ticket. Nobody will really know, but it's the whole issue of transparency and will this money go to where it's meant to go? And I think a lot of people, even you know, Thai operators are also wanting to know, will it go to what they say it's going to go? Hence why they want people on the committee who can monitor what is happening. I don't think they're going to bring this in next year like they planned. I think it would be wise to let tourism get up and going again, get a couple of years of people getting used to this kind of new normal that they call tourism right now, and then probably bring it in. But right now is certainly not the time to be introducing a tourist fee. It just looks like a money grab from the government, which at the end of the day, it really is. And moving along, numerous Thai SMEs looking to shut down as financial burden heightens. Small and medium-sized enterprise businesses across Thailand is considering shutting their doors due to a lack of access to the government relief measures to withstand the economic crisis caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. A survey of 625 SMEs nationwide conducted by the University of the Thai Chamber of Commerce shows that 40% of them are looking to quit their businesses. Small businesses are the most vulnerable sector since the economy has been struck by the pandemic's unprecedented effects, resulting in low purchasing power and rising household debt. Although the state has issued several steps to mitigate the damage, most SMEs are unable to access them, said the UTCC president. Tanavet cited a lack of collateral and inhibiting government requirements as challenges for SMEs to access government subsidies. He urged the government to infuse another 200 to 300 million baht to provide additional cash to those SMEs so that they could keep operating. Meanwhile, the Bank of Thailand, BOT, has been rolling out relief measures to mitigate the financial burden for ties during the economic downturn such as debt restructuring, debt consolidation and rehabilitating loans. The BOT has also adjusted some requirements to help SMEs to be able to join those schemes. About 39,800 enterprises, 43% of them are SMEs, have secured rehabilitation loans totaling around 127 million baht of credit according to the bank's data. Without further help, SMEs will be waiting for their final day, Tanavat warned. And finally, the Phuket Sandbox Roundup. Phuket marks 128 new COVID cases, two more deaths. The latest Provincial Public Health Office daily COVID situation report has marked 128 new local infections confirmed across the island yesterday, bringing the total number of people recognised as infected with COVID-19 in Phuket since April 3rd to 17,202. And a quick note about that, the numbers in Phuket have been going up over the last seven days. It wasn't too long ago that there was about 20 to 25 to 30 cases a day and it has now hit up to 128 cases and it has been gradually going up. I'm not sure the reason behind this and where these infections are coming from but it's certainly worth keeping an eye on. And next up, Phuket judges put domestic violence back in the agenda. Cases of domestic violence against women and children are rising at the Phuket Juvenile and Family Court, one of the court's chief justices confirmed yesterday at an event held to raise awareness of the dire issue. And finally, Phuket police deny robbing foreigners defend traffic checks. 
Phuket Provincial Police have defended their officers standing in front of a restaurant in Batong after a post online accused police of destroying tourism and quoting foreign tourists as being robbed. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.